Folks, hello, welcome to your Late Late Capitalism show. Uh, we're back, we're better than ever, we apologize uh, for uh, our, our tardiness. We, uh, I guess, can, can we reveal this now? Little behind the scenes thing we've been working on for the fans. Like we said we were going to hold off, but... Well, we may as well just say it. Uh, okay. We uh, have been working very closely uh, with big uh, hero of the show, depending on who you ask, either former or current uh, president of the United States, Donald Trump. He's, he's in a bit of a sticky wicket. He's all, <laughs> oh, he's in a bit of a of a sticky sticky wicket. He isn't. Yeah. Are you like uh, Miss Featherbottom? <laughs> I I think so. I don't know. Yeah. Bloody uh. hell! Bloody hell! They want to. Bloody hell! I'm trying to class up the language a little bit because we're we're we've been called up uh, as uh, Mr. Trump's legal team. Yeah, we've been prepping. We've been going over documents and dossiers. We've been prepping, uh, prepping and docking all yeah, all yeah. all week. Uh -huh. it's been Jesse nuts. actually was sounding briefly. Yeah, we've uh, been frauding, docking, prepping, and sounding. <laughs> Folks for freedom. <laughs> It's so much docking, I scream, bloody hell! There is too much British representation on this show right now. Yeah. yeah. Do uh, not normalize talking like that. We're trying to get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, uh, I don't know uh, if you guys are, are pretty confident in this case. Uh, mm. I would say, like, given everything that we've done, I think it's safe to say that there's no way... Donald Trump faces any repercussions for any crime that he's ever committed. Uh, and I think no. we can point to our own expertise for that. Yeah, we won't let him. Yeah, no, it's, it's just not going to happen when we're on the case. It's so funny that of all the things he's done, it's the Stormy Daniels stuff that people are like, this is it. Yeah. This is what he will be indicted for. I like for. how it was crazy to me, and I have to get this off my chest. It was crazy to me how... Trump said, I'm going to get arrested on Tuesday. <laughs> Libs get hyped and are like, he's going to get arrested on Tuesday. He doesn't get arrested on Tuesday. And they go, see, I told you he lied. And I was like, wait, <laughs> no, no, no. You didn't do that. You were so excited. You, you were so fucking had. pumped. Stormy <laughs> Daniels tweeted about it. You guys were hanging out. Like, I don't, you can't, you can't do both. You know yeah. what I mean? I think the cops understood that Donald Trump was prepared to do a straw dogs type situation to them. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's inside Mar-a-Lago with like eight pump action shotguns. <laughs> that would have been actually sick. Yeah. <laughs> Trump Look at my lawyer, cop. dog. Look at my lawyer. <laughs> I'm not going to jail. <laughs> that would have been so fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was crazy. I I'm. I've been on a lib hate streak. You know what? I'll say it. I've been hating the libs. Okay. Um, recently. Uh, and maybe this lends into possibly our first topic to discuss. I don't know if you guys know much about this topic, but libs in Canada are getting accused of working with the Chinese Clinton Communist Party. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone um, and their mother is saying that uh, Trudeau is a... Uh... Uh, Chinese off of some sort. Yeah, sorry, just uh -huh. Chinese Clinton Communist Party. Is such a, <laughs> it's you one know. great leap forward for women everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm chilling in Hong Kong. I'm Bing chilling 
in Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, John Cena, Hillary Clinton. The, that's what the yeah. CCCP is. The Cena Clinton Cena Communist Clinton. Party. <laughs> <laughs> I could never see that working because there's no way Clinton would abide by a one-child policy. She's going through like five a day. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> All of a sudden, she went from 240 pounds to 120 pounds with the one-child policy. In place. Yeah. You're saying I have to intermittent fast when I'm in China? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one child a day policy. Clinton. It's it's she's like, "Well, I can have a little treat." And she's like cutting off her finger. <laughs> <laughs> of like a baby yeah just a, so, just a nibble what what would a nibble do yeah she's sucking on it like a celery stick trying to make it last <laughs> she tries to wear them on her own fingers like they're bugles <laughs> <laughs> um okay so yes the liberal party of canada the the federal liberal party has been accused of working with the CCP on what you might ask. Well, this is something that you might, you two might be interested in, but first I want to say the accusations come from both anonymous sources as well as public like donations made. So the first one being the donation made was from a charity that is Chinese that donated a hundred thousand dollars to the Pierre Trudeau Foundation, $100,000. Uh, the conservatives catch wind of that and say, you're being bought by the Chinese government. It's going straight to Trudeau. You guys are working together, all this other stuff. First of all, $100,000 isn't that much money. Um, in the grand, in, yeah. In, in the grand in scheme politics, of things, to yeah. buy an election $100,000 is a very small amount of money. I'm just imagining after that donation was made, Pierre Trudeau in hell is looking around. He's like, I just didn't expect it to be Chinese. <laughs> um, i don't have a problem um, yeah. you're chinese yeah. that was that was his he went on national tv during the flq crisis and that was his stir, <laughs> stirring message to the canadian public yeah so so you know a hundred thousand dollars goes to the pierre trudeau foundation uh pierre trudeau's People and Justin Trudeau are like, we didn't realize that we received this donation from this company. That's not true, but whatever. And then they say, we'll give the money back. And they they do. They give the money back. And this all just came to light in the last couple of weeks. Mm. Um, after that, we have a leak from someone saying they work for CSIS that says that there are liberal MPs that are flagged for working with the ccp directly um okay cool then trudeau's like the csis doesn't make calls like that though like they don't they they like start investigations and stuff but they don't um like come to those conclusions without doing the investigations and no investigations were had so people were like kind of fishy about it and then trudeau called the bluff and was like okay we'll we'll run like election interference uh, was it what like inquiry detective work? Like they're, they'll do yeah. an inquiry. Yeah, they're gonna make like fake voting booths uh, <laughs> and have like big punji pits in them to catch uh, you know all these fake Chinese. Yeah, yeah. So then he he's like, we'll do an inquiry. We'll look at the last election and see if there was any interference from the any, any foreign country, which is what is ongoing right now, and then. When that bluff was called, the 
CSIS leaker then said, I have this specific MP who is or was born in China, I believe. I could be getting that wrong. I'm so sorry. Who has been working with the CCP directly. And then that MP comes out and says, CSIS has never investigated me. I have never spoken to any person involved with the Chinese Communist Party of, of China. And I would never do that. So then the leaker calls that bluff. Yeah. Me as a representative of a national government would never interact with another representative of a different <laughs> national government. <laughs> so then whoever leaked all of these things in the first place then calls that bluff and says, here's uh, meeting notes as well as dates that you met with this one person who works for the CCP embassy, like near Toronto or whatever. And um, the meeting notes involve our favorite people, the two Michaels. <laughs> oh, oh boy, me and Michael and Michael. <laughs> yeah, I like when, when you get a Michael, call back Michael and me. <laughs> to earlier seasons. What, were um, they, what was their deal again? Weren't they like in jail for something? So what it was is they were being held um, essentially for ransom to get the, the Huawei, Huawei CEO oh, yeah. out of jail in Canada for her arrest that was supposed to be issued in the U.S. Oh, man, that's a that's a real move like that. They understood. They're like, good woman is worth fighting for. Good woman is <laughs> right. worth kidnapping two, two gay Michaels for. Yeah. I, I would arrest a hundred white men to free one yeah. Chinese woman. Man, that's that's so true. Yeah, that's that's brave of us. I think yeah. that's that's the official podcast stance is Chinese women are I'm worth glad. more. Yeah. yeah, 100%. One yeah. Chinese woman in the bush is worth two in the white men in the hand see in my head canon i like to imagine the two michaels were arrested for doing the nathan for you asian voice <laughs> <laughs> they're just walking around yeah. well that, that's why they, they thought that they were deep under like that's that's the spy caliber that we have is yeah. just nathan for you chinese voice and then they, they they thought they were like deep like 10 years undercover blended in like a ghost yeah. My plan, help two Canadian spies get more ingratiated to the Chinese culture. <laughs> <laughs> so then this news comes out that he spoke with people involved in the Chinese embassy uh, regarding the two Michaels. Uh, but the conversation apparently was that, and this is from the leaker. This is not confirmed. This is all anonymous sources. Keep that in mind. I guess the conversation went, why would you release the two Michaels now? Why don't you wait until after the liberals get elected and therefore it'll look good for the liberal party? <laughs> they're, they're saying that they did fucking Reagan Iran shit <laughs> with the yes. Iranian hostage crisis, but for Michaels? For the Michaels. <laughs> um, That's so fucking cool. And the insane thing about... I don't about even care that this is like anonymous shit people posting on Reddit. I just believe this instantly. <laughs> so fucking funny. So then... Uh, you know, with that information, you might think, well, that could be true. What if they were negotiating about the Michaels? Uh, the funny thing is, is that, first of all, do you think, uh, the CCP, uh, is actually going to listen to anyone from the fucking embassy? They don't give a shit about that. They don't care about Canadian politics necessarily. Second of all, uh, do you really think that they would release the Michaels before they got what they wanted out of holding them hostage. Like they were just waiting for the go ahead from the liberal government to be like, Hey, send them over. And then like, 
We're yeah, I thought keep they the Huawei CEO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Well, no, that's the power of the Huawei CEO. She was like, she's the golden snitch. Whoever controls her <laughs> controls that's the right. holy seat of power. So the the timeline doesn't really make much sense, which is not to lend too much, uh, you know, to the liberal party. Because as a matter of fact, we know and and everybody knows that foreign powers interact with foreign powers especially around election season it's just insane to imagine that this got all got kicked off because the ccp said that they would prefer to have the liberals in power to the conservatives um and then the conservatives got really really mad about that which is really funny because uh, first of all, every country ever talks about other countries and who they would rather have in power. And sometimes they like to coup those company or those governments or just install their own dictators because they would prefer that to what whoever was democratically elected. We'll coup um, whoever we want, as yeah. a famous former Queen student once said. <laughs> so to think that, you know, all of this, whether fabricated or pulled out for, you know, politicking at the highest degree. All of this started because China said that they had better relations with the Liberal Party than they do the Conservative Party. Um, and now we have what seems to be a lower level MP negotiating directly with the CCP over the two Michaels and saying, please hold off on them because it'll make us look better if you release them later. Like all of these re revelations put this next story uh, in a completely different light uh, for me. Now I'm, I'm really seeing the other side here. U.S. strategist apologizes for joking he could have killed Prime Minister 20 different ways. Did you guys hear about this? <laughs> what? So this is Steve Sutton. He's a U.S. campaign strategist uh, who was speaking in Canada. <sighs> They're the worst. At, They're the um, worst ones. Leadership Institute, you know, just some cockamamie satanic ritual that these yeah. people do. Money comes in 10 times the money comes out somehow. Yeah. Uh, and he was just like uh, talking dur during uh, this like roundtable or whatever. And he says, quote, Trudeau crossed us. He was within two feet of us. I had my chance. That was it. I went to the U.S. Naval Academy. So I could have okay. killed him 20 different ways. Uh, <laughs> everyone, uh, you know, he's like, oh, I apologize. I spoke out of turn. It was inappropriate. Blah, 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 whatever. Who gives a shit? Is this a guy who understands that Trudeau is just a pawn of President G? Uh, is this a guy who, you know, is just an American conservative and feels like uh, Trudeau's an SJW? Or is this just how every U.S. strategist talks generally? Who's to say? I mean, it's U.S. strategists on the right. U.S. strategists for, like, liberals are way more insufferable. Like, they're, they're the intersectionality. People. They'd be like, yeah, I could have sniffed his ass 20 different ways when he was uh, walking yeah, past me. I noticed about 20 different ways in which Justin Trudeau's dress violated extremely established cultural norms and why it wasn't okay. <laughs> However, he has shown us that he has room to learn and grow, so I was willing yeah. to put that aside for the better. I noticed about 20 different ways he wore blackface when he walked past me there, and it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, do you think, oh man, what if, <laughs> like, the, this strategist is sitting there and he sees Trudeau go by, and then, like, five minutes later, Trudeau comes back in the other direction and he has blackface. And the guy is like so confused. He's like, <laughs> it's his disguise. If Trudeau was yes. wearing blackface walking past this guy, I think he would have just been killed. Well, yeah, if if, if he had gotten a good angle of his back. Yeah. Yes. No, 
Trudeau's walking like a crab to make sure that he can't get shot in the back when he's wearing his black face. He's adept. He understands like the American way of Looking doing like fucking things. Voldo. Yeah, no, that's, that's no, how was... he succeeded for so long. <laughs> like Valdo, blackface Valdo, <laughs> like blackface Valdo. Yeah, with the cod piece. <laughs> no, uh, th- this guy is like he's a classic Marine Todd archetype. You know, you ever see that that amazing post where it's like a professor in university stood in the middle of the room and said, you know, if God is real, he'll knock me off my perch. And then like the U S Marine comes up and punches him in the face. It's like, that's this guy. He's the real life, like avatar for Marine Todd. And it's like, it's such a crazy thing to brag about. And in like, yeah, bragging about it to a room of Canadians too. is so funny. And and it's so weird to me, like bragging that you could have killed the head of state is such an insane yeah. flex where it's like, you probably should be in jail for that. Like you can't say no, that. It, like, and like, it just goes to show like how much of a, a pet, how much of like a kept woman Canada is for the States. Because like, could you imagine like any other country, this would be much bigger news, but like, say like, let's just say it wasn't even like a, a U.S. or like a, like someone high up uh, in actual government, just like any Chinese person. Like a, a, a like yeah. a, a someone working a rice paddy saying that they're they would any Iranian yeah, person that they could have killed Trudeau. We would be at war right now. And I get like you could say apples and oranges, of course, like we're a lot more aggro with China, but still, like it, you you have to point out these inconsistencies when they crop up. Uh, that being said, I could probably kill Trudeau twenty different ways. Oh my I god, I don't know. He's he's in good shape. Like I, I would actually be pretty skeptical. Like I'd have to see what this guy looks like. You don't think but I could take him? I just have to do like, like a, a micro in a fist fight. Him, honestly, I don't know if you could take him in a fist fight. That okay? What that is I... such horseshit. There's no he's a... like no. I'm sorry. Chance could fucking body this guy. This in fancy a fist lad. fight. Uh, yeah. Yes. Chance nah, has that. This hate guy in him. knows how to box. Yeah, Dean's this, in my yeah, corner. Fuck, I fucking no, no, love I, I, I'm not. I refuse Tell to believe him, Justin Tell Trudeau him. could beat up anyone but his wife. I'm sorry. Woo! I mean, we have footage of him beating up a conservative MP. Like he oh, has, yeah, he, he boxed. Didn't yeah, he? that's what I'm saying. Like, look, as someone who trained in like kickboxing, and you see guys coming off the streets that are like, I could whip the shit out of you, and then they like anybody with any semblance of training. If it's like a fist fight, we'll just fuck you up. Now, but, but, what I'm saying Jesse, is we could see like, here's what I'm suggesting. Are you suggesting I'm that su- JT has that dog in him? Because I no, do not no, believe no. he does. I'm saying that what he should do on September 30th of this year is a Apollo Creed, Rocky Balboa style <laughs> challenge where he provides Chance with an opportunity to fight him before a national audience. And, you know, if Chance can go the distance, if Chance can win, we will actually try and uh, do reconciliation. Okay, I like that. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, I just gotta Fight go for to the distance. Red Man. Yeah. September 30th. <laughs> Fight for the Red Man. <laughs> and in the red trunks, fighting out of the red corner. Dude, I would get so many fucked up, like, native stereotype tattoos. <laughs> like, walking out there with giant... Like, I would get the Chicago Blackhawks on my chest just yeah. for that fight. And that would be sick. And that would be a good way, I think, to heal this this ruptured nation. Yeah. Is uh, yeah. you gotta be have, have the active prime minister. Yeah. Is, is Trudeau a WAP? No, he's French-Canadian. Yeah, but I could see him being, like, an Italian-Stallion style. You know no. What I mean? Maybe it's no, the hair. No, no for, this, for this one, he's got to be Apollo Creed because he's wealthy. He's, like, handsome. Are you saying He's in a position I'm... of power. You're saying I'm Rocky? You have to be. That's the whole... <gasps> 
That's the whole yes. thing. Yeah. It's a, except instead of being, you know, Italian. Yeah. You know, you, you're indigenous. Hell yeah. The hmm. indigenous beaver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the mighty beaver. The, the mighty beaver. Yeah. And it's like, I would have to help you with your cardio. Yeah, that that is a big part of it. Who would be who would be the opening match though? It would have to. We would have oh, to get like some some lady. Yeah, like you'd need like a Freeland. You'd need a YouTuber on this. That's the big thing now for oh, like yeah. boxing cards. We, we need having, like, uh, Jenna Marbles yeah, and Christian uh, Freeland. Okay, Boomer Girl. <laughs> yeah, Go, Nico. Yeah, Nico. Nico yeah, versus... Nico. Christia Freeland. Christia yeah, Freeland. I, Socialism I versus Nazis. I would watch that. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Yeah, we also need like. I also know Nico can throw hands. She's she's got a rap sheet for it. So. She does. Yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to get XQC on there because he's Canadian. You know. He is, yeah, that's yeah. true. And he can and XQC and versus Pokemon. Okay, sure. <laughs> versus Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know about that. That seems like you know we're crossing some gender barriers here. Well, we're in Canada, my guy. So this, this is how we do it. For the longest time, uh, one of my favorite bits was to do the Bernie voice and be like, what race is Pokimane? And then I, I found out because I never knew. She's Moroccan. So, you know, we have a good we have a good fight card here. Christia Freeland versus uh, the OK Boomer Girl. Yeah. Pokimane versus XQC for some reason. <laughs> and then me. Jagmeet Singh for reconciliation. versus uh, Hassan Piker because they played together once. <laughs> Jagmeet Singh versus uh, any of the Lebanese full-all shop owners. <laughs> oh my god, that's not even close. <laughs> Those guys work till like 3 a.m. in bar districts. There's no way. Yeah. Literally the, the weakest like uh, falafel shop owner could just destroy the strongest Canadian boxer. Yeah, easily. Easily. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they hit you with the boss, it's over. <laughs> and then, yeah. Dude, if someone hit me with the boss, I'm down oh, TKO. Yeah. yeah. Immediately. And then Chance versus Justin Trudeau in the main event, which would be once again, Chance you would you would have a lot you would have a lot riding on it. There's we would a need lot to, on the line. We would need to get our, our short muscular friend from back in the day to help yep. train you in strength because uh, he could get, do it. We had we would have to get every res out. So like half of the arena <laughs> is just my my brown <laughs> brothers and sisters from the res. That would be sick. Honestly, <laughs> cheering me on. Yeah, I don't know how you could lose. Boy. <laughs> the pale boy, <laughs> our, our our great white hope. Yeah, I'm the. <laughs> I'm the great white hope. Uh, I I think there's a there's a new great white hope. If uh, I just have a tiny little thing here. Yes. Um, are you familiar with Dan Williams? No. He is a uh, Alberta MPP, I believe. Uh, just last week, uh, they had uh, in Alberta they have these meetings where they like discuss the legislature or whatever. I'm not quite sure. It's all alien to me. But uh, Dan Williams decided to pay tribute to the Royal Canadian Legion uh, in uh, the actual like legislative hall by chugging a beer during yes. his speech. Very, very cool. The AGD beer. That's so sick. Very sick. Everyone uh, is very mad about this, naturally. Uh, Why? Well, like this, this guy, like you know, he's he's toasting like the fucking troops. He's like a right wing dipshit who just wanted to win like little culture war uh, thing. The, the the speaker of the house 
has said repeatedly that he doesn't like people using props <laughs> during their like legislative meetings. What other props would be used? I, like I don't I understand. Can't even imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This pole. is my this is my deputy medal from the Alberta Racism <laughs> Society. Someone uh, brings in no, their like, bottle cap collection, just a show and tell. Yeah, they were just doing show and tell. And nothing was getting accomplished. <laughs> uh, I only bring it up because, like, there, uh, there's a long history of uh, uh, drunken misbehavior in the prairies. You know, you've got your Saskatchewan MPPs drunk driving. Scott Mo. Uh, you, you, yeah, you've got uh, Devin Dr- uh, Drearshin resigning. He was an Alberta minister. Uh, he was found like with tons of like half empty bottles of Jameson in his apartment, like in his office, just extremely cool shit. Uh, so thank you, Alberta for another W there. Like, you know, it's, this is like culture war stuff. Uh, and all in all, it doesn't matter. Uh, but I think it just like, it's always, uh, nice to look across the pond and see that someone has it worse than you do. Right. And that's what the UK is so good for. Um, BBC will not broadcast Edinburgh episode over fear of right-wing backlash. Uh, this was uh, a week or so ago. Uh, David Edinburgh, uh, I think it's safe to say, is like the patron saint of the BBC. Uh, I didn't know he was still... Is he still he's alive? He's still alive. He's still kicking, still wow. putting out specials. I think, I think that actually speaks to how powerful, like viewing nature footage is like it must be so calming and oh yeah no it's still doing this i honestly believe it's like one of the better things you can do for your health period is just hang out outside uh where there's no cars or buildings but uh besides that point uh stir david Attenborough definitely a a powerhouse of the bbc uh but even he he's awesome uh is not immune to cancel culture folks there's like he's has this new flagship series on British wildlife. The final episode uh, is about the destruction that the British have uh, done to their island. Like there, there was a point where there were like there simply were not forests. Uh, like like they had no more wood left to cut, mm-hmm. uh, and that was like four hundred years ago, and it's only been downhill <laughs> since. Like the, the like it's really hard to fully articulate how completely denaturalized England is. But no one wants to hear that, apparently. The BBC, the BBC is not airing this final episode, which is all about the damage done to their natural resources and what they can do to protect what they still have. Because there there was fear from pressure from lobber, lobbyist groups uh, attacking the BBC for their their left-wing skew all the while while they're like propping up like you know this insane we we haven't talked for a while did like do you want to discuss the like for real like nazi shit going on with their immigration policy well yeah the the rishi sunak thing reinstating slavery yeah for the people that didn't see this essentially they're saying if you come to britain like quote unquote illegally you are no longer protected by the legislation like the the law that basically protects you from being yeah <laughs> sold so, into human trafficking uh, and slavery laws written like over 200 years ago yeah. during the abolition of slavery yeah it's like yeah that's that's their new way of being like we're tired of these damn immigrants we're just going to i mean before they were letting things. you become yeah 
Well, yeah. And before, like, that was happening anyways, where, like, you'd come over, somebody would take advantage of you, and you would just become a slave. But now it's, like, state-sponsored. Yeah. No, and, like, it, yeah, it's totally, it's always been this way, and it's just a matter of, yeah, like, we're, like, relaxing labor law and uh, being able to say the quiet part louder and louder each passing year, you know? So slavery is back in the UK, but David Attenborough is out. Sorry, sweetie, hit the showers. No one wants to hear your sad sack complaining about global warming. Uh, what if they had like a David Attenborough knockoff, like narrate footage of like live slave markets? That could, then everybody yeah, wins. I think they would really, really enjoy that. Yeah, like the average British person would be like, oh, this is so interesting. I love learning about our natural environment. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like they're like, wow, there's, there's so many interesting species. There's Polacks and there's... Ukrainian? Yeah, that's who they're targeting with this. (laughs) They're going to subjugate the Polish people once more. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I don't know. Just horrific. Uh, On this note, we're not free of these horrors. We've mentioned it before on the show, but uh, the the green belt uh, attacks that uh, Ford has been hammering over and over just her horrific like ur- urbanizing like the basically the only good part of this province it's yeah just just horrible so I'll, I'll drop a link in in the chat hands off the green belt it's something uh run by the green party of ontario uh but it's really really cool they have this system that you can go through where it will just auto dial all of like the ministers and your own representatives uh, and give you a little script so sick. to read about so like cool. basically demanding like what are you doing to repeal this law so do please do that i i do it uh every, at least once a week sometimes multiple times uh if they don't get back to me it takes 20 minutes you can do it like on your commute home uh you just look at your phone the whole time you don't really need to look at the road uh anymore because uh everyone else has auto drive so uh, you're oh fine. no! I, I stare at the woman in front of me on the bus. <laughs> I, I try to find the the perfect moment to like go in for the hair sniff. Yeah, I use my Tesla to make porn. <clears throat> oh, nice! <laughs> uh, sometimes yeah. I I reassure women on the bus by kissing them on the neck, much as my uncle did to me. <laughs> <laughs> or do you see, like it's, it's like kind of a collegial thing. If you see someone having a bad day, yeah, you, like you and you have an opportunity to brighten their day, why wouldn't you take it? You know. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what they should do for the European style of kissing. No more like cheek cheek bullshit. Just like go up and kiss them on the neck. Yeah. This Ooh. it was actually innovated by this suave Transylvanian guy <laughs> three hundred years ago, but it, it never caught on for some reason. We need to bring it back. I uh, don't count on it, folks. Uh, so, as you guys might know, um, we're autistic. Correct. No, I don't know. Uh, I've actually got several diagnosable mental and learning disabilities. So, and one of those is Chris Sky Fever, mm-hmm. also known as Jungle Fever. No, <laughs> that's not what it's also known as. Isn't that what it's also called? No, I think that's something else. Okay, Yellow Fever. I was gonna make that joke, but we've Indian already been flu? way too. We've already been way too like xenophobic in today's Swine episode. Swine flu. Yeah, okay, sure. yeah, swine like, flu. I'm into that. Yeah. Okay, jungle fever. So it's called jungle fever. <laughs> well. We have a thing. <laughs> we have this thing for Chris Sky. Uh, he gives us all raging hard-ons. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't get enough of the guy. Um, 
he's jacked and he's on Twitter. What more oh, could you ask for? He's like uh, the least natural guy I've ever seen. <laughs> like, it's kind of he's almost so pathetic far from Natty, where he has such a thin build that like he's packed out with muscle because of the steroids, but it looks so unnatural. Yeah, it looks like a spirit Halloween costume. It's it's yeah. hilarious because it's like the uh, Liver King going out and being like, I'm oh, all man. natty. That was so funny. Like, it, it, literally one look at him, and it's like, this is the most <laughs> steroided, like, HGH guy alive. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, so so Chris Sky is now running for mayor of Toronto. Let's yeah, which we, we talked about a while ago. He was planning on it, but I can't believe he actually followed through. He must He's be getting like through. He must be getting funding from somebody. He uh he followed uh what was it? John Tory? <laughs> what was that guy's what, name? Like, that like name? home? <laughs> Is that, was he the, <laughs> Was he the one who broke the scandal? No, no, but he was the guy who was the previous mayor for of yeah, John. Correct. John yeah. Tory. Uh, Dean's really I, upset. I got He's the... a fucking lush, dude. <laughs> Dean's crying. I, I, I Dean, got the Dean with the Chris Guy fever so bad gives me the MF and hiccups, folks. Dean, no, we've been was... trying to tell you not to drink jug wine anymore, <laughs> but now here you are hiccuping yeah, during the show. Yeah, if he doesn't drink the jug, how else can he play his music afterwards? He's <laughs> little tunes. To get yeah, more that's, wine. That's our outro yeah. music. <laughs> Yeah, Dean goes down on the corner and he just blows his big jug on the Toronto streets. <laughs> yeah, I've been legally blind for years just drinking toilet yeah. hooch. Dean yeah. is the reason why like the TTC crime rates have skyrocketed. <laughs> he just I, he's just sitting on buses and trains playing the hoot jug. Yeah, but the, got all of the crimes are directed towards me because I just get the shit kicked out of me every day by people demanding yeah. I stop hooting the jug. Well, that's because you build yourself as the soulful white boy. <laughs> and I, and it's like it's like so university cool. students that are like, I don't know, this seems really, oh really yeah, off. it's old ladies carrying like yeah. fifty bags who are like just pounding yeah. the piss out of me. Dean is getting menaced by like second year U of T students that are dropping their heavy book bags on him. <laughs> Dean keeps putting up a uh, graffiti that says "white girl magic," and everyone gets really mad. <laughs> everyone about gets real; they really don't like it. They really don't like that. <laughs> White girl magic. Isn't that just like the Christian girl thing? Like, isn't Yeah, it's that... like trad cats. White girl magic is when you pray enough that something mildly good happens. Yeah. Um, oh, man. So Christopher Skyliocha. I don't know S- exactly. Sakacha. <laughs> Christopher Sakacha yeah, is running for mayor. No. <laughs> Christopher Lucario. <laughs> we got there. He's a... <laughs> He is a fighting type. Yeah. I can see it. He is, yeah, yeah. Uh, he is running for mayor, and all of his bot followers uh, mm-hmm. love it. He's getting mm-hmm. a lot of engagement for it. Uh, and he's still organizing than, his unvax singles events, too, for the record His unvax well. singles events that are for people age max, <laughs> like 30, and yeah, then he said other people can to... come if they just don't say their age. No, it's 19 to, like, 59 or something. <laughs> Yeah, it's like an absurd yeah. range. It's it's like a board game that says you can play it if you're eight or one hundred and eight. Yeah, <laughs> ages eight and, and up. Um, so he he wants to take over Toronto uh, in order to get rid of corruption and a couple mm-hmm. of other things. Yeah, uh, none of it cities. matters. What really matters is his public appearances have been really funny. Um, <laughs> he's trying to be professional, but he's too much of a meathead to understand like how to draw the line. 
uh, between his favorite, which is probably Donald Trump, and professional politicians. Um, but he's somewhere in between being bad at both. And he's mostly just making his own fans mad because he's calling out people like Pierre Polyev now. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, I did see Don't that. Don't go at the king. Well, yeah, he's... Wasn't he talking about how, like, Polyev's advisor was, like, a part of the World Economic Forum or something? Yep, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, therefore... We all know what that means. Therefore, he's compromised. Yeah, he's compromised. Yeah, <laughs> I did see that. And that, that was awesome to me because that really does represent the growing schism on the right that we've seen, obviously, in the United States. But it's growing more and more here where, like, even the most right-wing mainstream politician in Pierre Polyev is still, like, not even an ass's roar near yeah. somebody like chris sky they're going through the no true scotsman phase of political ideology uh where they're pointing each other out like most of us do when we're 14 and learn about anarchism and marxism except they never had that so now they're doing it as full-blown adults with money to be able to do something about it uh which is insane to me. So they're pointing at each other saying, you're not a real conservative. You're working with these people in politics that don't hold the same values as you or are doing it for a career, which is like literally everyone. So they can all just point at each other all the time. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't know if Chris is going to uh, win the mayoral race, but uh, let's just say I've got some buddies working on it. Sorry, I just want to review the list of mayoral candidates that have been posted. So let's, okay, most of these are people I've never heard of, but I just want to see what his competition is and if they even listed him on this. Okay, so <laughs> Global does not list Chris Sky as a oh. candidate. Oh, okay. It's Kanye situation. Yeah, they, they, they're, they're completely like shadow banning him from being there. Uh, most of the people running are like council members, like Ann Bailao, Governor Chloe Brown, her aura, aura smiles and never frowns. Oh, okay. Anthony Furry. Now we're talking. Yeah. Anthony oh, Furry? Oh my God. He's a former Toronto Sun columnist. Oh, Christ. <laughs> and he's a furry? Yeah. My campaign will focus on putting the regular people back in charge. The hockey moms, the guys stuck on the 401, the small and medium businesses. Oh, not, he wants people to be stuck. Yeah, that he wants people to be stuck on yeah, the world. By regular people, he means like two percent of the Toronto pop- population, which is but those like, people. what does he mean? Yeah, small and medium businesses. That's not. That's not even a person. That's that's a thing. <laughs> regular people, you know, yeah. regular, regular people like uh, Circle K. You know, ah, Mitzi Hunter, <laughs> Mitski Hunter. She's dude. Mitski's running for mayor. <laughs> oh, Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, Fuck, they... I'm, I'm voting for her. Here's here's a great Italian guy, Giorgio Mamalaudi, who says oh. that the quote city's dignity is gone, which is a very yeah, hmm, hmm. yeah. I don't like that phrase. That oh true, man, here we go. But like the the dignity that were is gone is just the fact that we haven't paid anyone to shovel the streets or pick up garbage in ten years. Yeah, and he finished third in Wasaga Beach's mayor <laughs> elections. Okay, promising so, um, track record. Mama Lidi previously made headlines as a counselor with some controversial proposals, including suggesting a citywide 11 p.m. curfew for youth and arming bylaw officers. What the fuck? <laughs> and then he follows that up by saying he'd help business owners recover from COVID-19 and increase the city's stock of affordable housing. Okay, nice. Thanks. <laughs> a little whiplash on the last one there. <laughs> uh, anybody else that's interesting? Oh, another 
Oh, another Italian, Gil Pinalosa. Mm, uh, penis. That yeah. is uh, the uh, representative of uh, Megan's district, district that she grew up in. Um, oh. And apparently is not a terrible person. No, it seems fine. But yeah, so they still haven't. I'm going to check the most recent CP24 and see if they have put Chris Sky on there. No, they're just talking about Anthony Furry. Okay. So I don't know if Chris Sky is actually <laughs> running. Yeah, he's none, probably none of just the, saying that he's running. He's probably just saying it. Yeah, I don't think he's registered, that. unfortunately. He's probably just raising money. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. Because uh, he's not listed on any like Official <laughs> legitimate list. campaign roster. So Maybe he's pulling like a, like a Michael Scott. Where if he just declares it. I've loud. never seen that show. You, you've never seen Seinfeld? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more of a family guy. Oh, kid. Okay. You know, I, I love oh, Cartman. Yeah. Cartman. Uh-huh. And Pikachu. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, I was actually more of a fan of the PJs on UPN. <laughs> you remember I, the PJs? <laughs> I don't remember the PJs. No. Should oh, I know the PJs? Black Claymation family. There was this, I think it, it actually was on Fox. It used to air before Futurama. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, they look like the California Raisins. No, Jesse, you can't. So what if they don't? <laughs> they did. Were they good it was at the same jazz art style? I think it was a jazz theme. Yeah, song well, there you go. Whatsoever. That's California Raisins, basically. Yeah. You could just say it's implied. It's implied <laughs> that they're good at jazz. Uh, yeah. I, do, you, do you folks want uh, two little nuggets on cancel culture? On this cancel culture that we live in, I bloody yeah. hate cancel culture. Uh, it's it's cancel culture pointed at two very interesting directions. Well, first we'll start with a, uh, a case in, believe it or not, Florida. That's it's pointed more inward. It's you know as as you know a podcast that tries to put forth traditional Western values. I really don't know what to make of of this case. So this is a charter school in Tallahassee uh, has fired a principal uh, because uh, three parents complained about their children being shown a picture of the statue David by Michelangelo, the one with the small little cock, without being informed Uh, that their parents... Small? (laughs) Well, I guess... Uh, guess The one with the cock. Some guys would... would, find it uh you know average or, or big even uh, or above average yeah yeah maybe even ginormous <laughs> yeah maybe i guess yeah i guess maybe yeah. it's monstrously sized yeah, maybe, yeah he was the lexington steel of his time maybe maybe some people would feel <laughs> like that i i'm just built different i guess michelangelo but, looking like og mudbone uh <laughs> i i've got this interview uh from slate uh where they talked to uh, one of the members of the school, the chair of the school's board, a guy named Barney Bishop the Third. Oh so God! So we're talking to Barney about this. Uh, he um, is vehement that uh, the principal resigned and was not re- not removed. He claims that it was because of numerous issues, not just this Dave, Michelangelo David thing uh, that he claims was not discussed said the problem is that the parents did not consent to the content before it was taught to the children which goes against 
their principles. When told that the statue is pornographic, Billy, Billy Bishop III says, uh, he says, you're operating from the wrong premise. Uh, the issue isn't whether children should see the pic- pictures or not. We're a classical school. Why wouldn't we show Renaissance art to kids? Part, the part of Dean is being played by Justin Roiland today with all these freaking hiccups. I know, right, folks? <laughs> and the abuse allegation. <laughs> uh, here's the part that I thought was most interesting. He says, well, we're Florida, okay? Parents will decide. Parents are the ones who are going to drive the education system in Florida. The governor, the governor said that we're with the governor. Parents don't decide what is taught, but parents know what the curriculum is. And parents are entitled to know anytime their child is being taught a controversial topic or picture. We're not going to have courses from the college board. We're not going to teach 1619 or CRT crap. I know they all do that up in Virginia, <laughs> where, where the writer is from. Uh, the, the, the rights of parents, that trumps the rights of kids. Teachers are experts. Teachers have knowledge. Are you kidding me? I know lots of t- teachers that are very good. But to suggest they are authorities, you're on better drugs than me. School board official <laughs> here, folks. What? Well, the yeah, that's fuck? school board officials like despise teachers. Yeah, like that's a that's a universal. They're not there to improve the no. education system. They're there to breed financial compliance. Yeah, exactly. And like rope them in. They're yeah. like, no, no, they look crazy. Yeah, it's like one of the most monstrous positions in society is school board council. Like we talked mm-hmm. about that partially when we talked about the Kingston municipal elections and like some of the insane people that were running for school, like yeah, trustee and counselor. Always this yeah, little stuff r- that you don't pay random attention sickos. to. Yeah. And like that, yeah. that's what will actually have effects on people. Yeah. Like when I, when, when the purges take over, I'm going to get the guys that are like commenting on Crunchyroll as the new school board trustees because they understand what it's like to you know be an ostracized member of a school community so i feel like they would be able to they would outlaw jim they also Uh, understand nuance yeah they they would make it mandatory to uh, become best friends with like a tall conventionally attractive woman and then like over the four years you slowly become lovers like there would be a lot of improvements (laughs) to the system All, like, all librarians would be hot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, would have to be. That should be mandatory right now. My librarian at the school I went to was like, looked like Sasquatch and like Jim Jeffries if they mm. had a love child yeah. and talked with a voice like this. And he was t- like horrifying. What if you had the hottest twink librarian? Yeah, how known to me? How are we systematizing? Okay, obviously every library, every library needs like uh, a hot twink. Hawk. Uh, a hot, uh, a hot fair, like basically, like every uh, subclass yeah, of gay guy every... covered. Holy shit! That's there's a... going to be hundreds of librarians. Yeah, <laughs> I think this is. We should invest heavily in public infrastructure. This is a good idea. No, but see, my question I, is: of the opinion... Are we systematizing to determine how hot the twink is at the you know service desk or whatever? Well, if we get you lushed up like we have today, you could probably make a pretty good swing at <laughs> no. who's the hottest in the group. I think. If we're talking specifically about librarians, you, you can have one or two archetypes. You can either have, like, the very docile and meek, like, oh, uh, can you return that book, please? Or you need, like, a gray-bearded, like, kind of tall and muscular, like, stern librarian that's been working there for, like, 30 years. You, yeah. Those are your options. Okay. You also, Dean, one or the other. we know the actual answer to all of this, which is CRISPR's a thing, so we're going to breed <laughs> them see. from birth. I, yeah, I like that. <laughs> we okay. don't need to find yeah. them. 
it's like the Chinese athlete program where they would like, like Yao Ming was the product of a basketball playing father and like a track athlete mother. We can do that for yeah. librarians where you have like the, the manga guy with like, I don't know, the supernatural girl. Yes. They're going to create the most perfect union. They're going to create the most beautiful androgynous child. Yeah. Someone who's never seen the sunlight. Yeah, it's a, a $6 million man reboot where the, we're like, we can rebuild him. We can make him twink again, and they just take the aging, flabby Leo DiCaprio under the knife. <laughs> Every librarian just looks like Elliot Page, and we're all happy for it. Yeah, and all that they, they play in the library, like, softly in the background is Nightcore. Like, yes. that's that's the ambiance yes, music. Yes, dude. <laughs> yeah, this so is well, like, we, we just can't, we, we can't afford to, uh, you know, play in this fantasy dreamland. We have to, like, construct this social socialist nightcore twink library reality yeah that, that, that's lord knows that's what some members of the podcast have committed themselves yeah to. that's right yeah we had people quit yeah, in me. a huff trying to pursue that dream the the femboy nightmare lifestyle femboy nightmare <laughs> okay but yeah, yeah that's, and that's that, that's perfect that's cancel culture uh in you know florida high schools <laughs> Uh, you can't learn about traditional Western values. Uh, you can't look at marble statues. It's really disgusting. Uh, but I've got something a little closer to home. And by home, I mean, of course, Saskatchewan. With, again, <laughs> this, this is going to be unlistenable. To, this is closer <laughs> to home. All right, well. I want me to tell you. About how close Saskatchewan is to me. I'm like the uncle in It's a Wonderful Life. It's terrible. <laughs> Experience Regina has apologized over criticisms of their new slogans. Uh, that can't be their name, right? Yeah, Tourism Experience Regina. Regina? Uh, Rebranded yeah. to Experience Le Regina. Regina last that's week. So much, <laughs> that's they so been much worse. Well, uh, yeah. they're sort of leaning into it. Apparently, there is some Jimmy Fallon bit of like, which fucking ridiculous, ridiculous fucking YouTube video from 2008 that Fallon dug up ten years later. It's like experience Regina. It's just like jokes about the city. So they they have like this new team come come in for the tourism board for the city. And uh, they're like, okay, we're, we'll run with this. This is going to be like the new gimmick. So they reveal all these new tourism slogans, my favorite of which are show us your Regina and the city that rhymes with fun. They make merch. They have signs okay, up on City funny. Hall. They're going to get so many Indian guys coming to regina <laughs> why is that jesse show regina is such a perfect yeah that's so amazing they just they show up in droves thinking that regina is a lady that they've been texting yeah <laughs> it's so perfect like i really hope we do see this grand indian diaspora to regina that would Saskatchewan. be so sick unfortunately Unfortunately, uh, as with everything, everyone immediately got very, very mad about this. Oh, so uh, stupid. The Tim Tim Reed, the CEO of Experience Regina, Regina, had to issue a formal apology. He talked through like, "Oh, it just went too far. We thought the city would appreciate it, but they didn't appreciate it." Uh, but the thing that really ground my gears about this is the person who like was re really mad about this and like. 
she wrote a letter to the mayor. She was giving all these interviews. Was Christian McLeod, who was a former Tourism Regina board member. So she's just pissed that she's not involved anymore. Didn't like the direction that was going. And then raised a big stunk stink about it. Literally no one cared except this (laughs) fucking old lady who's just mad that she didn't have say so over it anymore. I love the idea of this being a drunk Dean rant. This is, I'm fucking <laughs> this pissed about Reg- this fucking woman <laughs> is taking away my sexy Regina slogans. <laughs> I can't have fucking anything anymore with these feminazis. That's so true. PC culture at it um, again. Can't even talk oh about Bob's and Vagine. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm just. Vagine. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna rename the city to Regin. Yeah, Regin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man. But yeah, there, there's this company, Twenty Two Fresh, uh, that like put out put out some merch, or at least like put out like images of merch that they wanted to sell. That says the city that rhymes with fun. Uh, if we have any view- viewers in Regina who can acquire those, and I will pay you to ship it to me. I would love to have this. Please. Yeah, this is just like the coolest and most fun thing that anyone in Saskatchewan's done uh, since the you know communist parties were founded so so naturally it had to come to an end immediately of course they're not known for fun that's why rhymes with fun is such a good slogan for them because what like if you take that away it's literally like we want we (laughs) would prefer if it was boring and also you know the whole vagina thing but i don't know if anyone was actually thinking about that People just like were just happy to have something to talk about for a day, I think, and to be mad at. Of course. But uh, th- yeah, this yeah. is my favorite uh, little, little bit here. Last Mountain Distillery posted, uh, deleted a post celebrating the rebrand after people said they were upset about the advertisement. It is now published in an apology that says, quote, We in no way meant uh, for this supporting campaign to be triggering or gross. Which <laughs> 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 is very funny. We we also hope that our podcast uh, is not triggering or gross, although I think it is both of those things every episode. I think so too. Yeah, we hit those we hit those pretty hard right right off yeah. the bat, usually. Yeah, but uh happy to be back. Uh sorry, uh I'm gonna try to clean up my act a little. I think because is this like I the intervention so. epi- episode for me? Yeah. All right. Um I'm sorry. Yeah, it is. I'd like to apologize to the people of Regina. You're making my sons uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and like little Rod and Todd who are offended by David's penis. I'm sorry to those people too. Yeah, uh, ch- yeah. Chance's sons, Jatravion and Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> my sons, uh, Xavier and... Um, Renegade Angel. <laughs> Joshwana. That's funny. I actually did know somebody growing up whose name was Renegade. That's (laughs) like when when Xavier Renegade Angel came out, we were like, we we would just like laugh. So (laughs) we were like, wow. We'd be like, were you named after this show? And because they were like a normal person, they'd be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I had a a friend growing up whose name was Jagger. Did you guys have a Jagger? I did. I I did have a Jagger. I always thought that was like a like like classic like low-class canadian name jagger yeah yeah there was a storm uh, okay yeah, a storm is storm. Sick. yeah that, that's a yeah. fucking dope name i think storm is still in kingston for the record as yeah. well stormy daniel i'm pretty sure 
Yeah, there you go. Hey, bring it all back together. <laughs> and then uh, I had a friend named Chance growing up who was much, much different. He oh. believed he held inside him the soul of a Turkish prince. I felt that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he, that's crazy. He would unleash it and in like a Soul Calibur Four style stabbing attack with an invisible sword, and claimed that he so was possessed. Sick. Is that like a, I don't was think that he's his Turkish. Persona, I guess. Oh yeah, and he he was also one of those kids that would make out in the hallway with his girlfriend really aggressively. Man, okay, <laughs> with his harem that he had. If anyone, if anyone listens to the show and was that kid, fuck you. That's just gross and dumb. Yeah, it was like the, the stairs by the auto shop, so you just avoid that in the morning, because the two of yeah. them would just be there, sucking face. Nobody fucking cares. All right, you're just I jealous. mean, I did. I thought I was yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. I was like, jealous. You're jealous. Like, you let me get in you on be, some of that. Yeah, kissing a teenager right now. I'm going to show up to high school with my wife and start making out. Can you do this, motherfucker? Yeah, I'm imagining a teach like two teachers at a school that are engaged doing that to try and discourage students. Yeah, just making out. Yeah, but they're straight, so it's what yeah, it looks like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> one teacher pushing the other up against the lockers, just like aggressively Jesus grinding God. on each other. <laughs> this is what you guys look like. <laughs> oh, oh man! All right. Well, we on should that get going. Note, yeah, we sh- we should head out. But thanks. <laughs> for for hanging out folks <laughs>